You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Today we come to Revelation 5. We'll be looking at the entire chapter. It's verses 1 through 14. John writes this, Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on a throne, a scroll written within, and on the back sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly, because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing, as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne, And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. This is probably my favorite passage in the entire scriptures. It speaks about who Christ is and what he's done that makes him so worthy of eternal worship. For today, I want to really bring in a guest to speak to you for a moment about this passage. My guest will be Jonathan Edwards. Though he's long been dead, he still speaks. This is one of Edward's most well-known sermons called The Excellencies of Christ. I'm just going to read a couple short paragraphs of it for you. In this sermon, Edward shows from this passage the wonder of Christ because he is infinitely excellent in so many ways, so many various ways. You see in this chapter that he's portrayed as a lion and he's also portrayed as a lamb. So listen to these words and enjoy these two brief paragraphs from Edwards. At the end, I'd encourage you to enjoy just meditating for a little bit about how wonderful Christ is in so many different areas. Edwards writes this, There do meet in Jesus Christ infinite highness and infinite condescension. Christ, as he is God, is infinitely great and high above all. He is higher than the kings of the earth, for he is the king of kings. And Lord of Lords. He is higher than the heavens, and higher than the highest angels of heaven. So great is he that all men, all kings and princes, are as worms of the dust before him. All nations are as a drop of the bucket. 
and the light dust of the balance. Yes, and the angels themselves are as nothing before him. He is so high that he is infinitely above any need of us, above our reach that we can't be profitable to him, and above our conceptions that we can't comprehend him. Proverbs 30 verse 4, what is his name and what is his son's name, if you can tell? Our understandings, if we stretch them never so far, cannot reach up to his divine glory. Job 11.8, it is high as high as heaven. What can you do? Christ is the great creator and great possessor of heaven and earth. He is sovereign Lord of all. He rules over the whole universe and does whatever pleases him. His knowledge is without bound. His wisdom is perfect and what none can circumvent. His power is infinite and none can resist him. His riches are immense and inexhaustible. His majesty is infinitely awful or awesome. And yet, he is one of infinite condescension. None are so low or inferior, but Christ's condescension is sufficient to take a gracious notice of them. He condescends to not only angels, humbling himself to behold the things that are done in heaven, but he also condescends to such poor creatures as men, and not only so as to take notice of princes and great men, but of those that are of the meanest rank and degree, the poor of this world. James 2.5 Such as are commonly despised by their fellow creatures, Christ does not despise. 1 Corinthians 1.28 Base things are of the world, and things that are despised has not, God cho- has not God chosen? Christ condescends to take notice of beggars, Luke 16, 22, and people of the most despised nations. In Christ Jesus is neither barbarian, Scythian, bond, or free man, Colossians 3, 11. He that is thus high condescends to take a gracious notice of little children. Matthew 19.14, Suffer little children to come unto me. Yes, which is more, his condescension is sufficient to take a gracious notice of the most unworthy, sinful creatures, those that have no good deservings, and those that have infinite ill deservings. Again, these words are beautiful. It talks about the great majesty of Christ, how far above us he is, yet how low he has become. He came, in the words of Philippians 2, as a slave. Our Christ is like none other. He alone is worthy to open the scrolls. I'll finish by saying this. At the beginning, there is concern from John because it appears that no one in human history is able to open the scrolls. Well, what's the big deal about the scrolls being opened? Why is that such an important thing? Why would John weep if they're not open? Well, the scrolls represent the future of the world. In it is written what will happen in the end. And one of the things that needs to happen is for all wrongs to be righted. So if nobody can open the scrolls and nobody can initiate the end, then we keep living with child abuse. We keep living with with stealing, with threats, with murders. We keep living with drugs and overdoses. We keep living with those things if no one can open the scroll. But Christ who is infinitely great for a thousand different reasons, is the one that can open the scrolls. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. 
And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.